Well, hello there. You are most welcome to the Misty Green Living podcast. My name is Leonie Byrne and I'm going to be your host. I'm talking to you all the way from the beautiful green and sometimes misty hills of South County Wicklow. Here, in the Garden of Ireland, I live with my family out in the gorgeous Irish countryside, surrounded by nature, forests and farmland. My husband and I are farmers and we have a flock of about 200 sheep. I'm originally from Dublin and from an extremely unfarm related background, so my path to where I am today has had a steep learning curve. It's been hard won and I've learned a huge amount, but it's often been hilarious too. Don't they say, never work with children or animals? I'm the sole farmer during the week while my husband works as an electrician, so I often have to sort out problems as they arise. I'm getting much better, but when I started out, I'd invariably find the most awkward solution possible that would leave my husband looking at me and scratching his head. Thank goodness our wonderful neighbours and strong farming community are about to keep an eye on me and when needed are willing to lend a hand. That said, it's probably worth mentioning that I'd been working as a kitchen designer full-time before I gave up that position to be a full-time farmer. I had plenty of whimsical ideas about farming, a bucket full of enthusiasm, but little to no experience. So to say that I was granted a baptism of fire is putting it mildly. I'm amazed how much I learned in those initial months and how unprepared I really was. But on a farm, you've got to have an array of skills ready to be applied without stopping to think or taking crucial time to consult books or even the interwebs. And let's be honest, there is no manual. Believe me, I've looked. Despite the upskilling, though, I'm as clumsy today as I ever was and I'll take every opportunity possible to trip over or hurt myself. I've done it all. Getting caught on barbed wire? Tripping over a fence? Yeah. Losing my boot in the mud? Yep, embarrassing, but yes. And I lost a pair of socks I really liked that day. Falling over a hummock of grass and getting stung in the face by nettles? Yeah, even that. Or how about this one? Being given a black eye by a sheep? Really? Yes. Yep, that too. The only black eye I ever had in my life. So far, I've rarely suffered more than a minor injury or a bruised ego, but most importantly, I've learned to laugh at myself. The purpose of this new podcast is to share a bit about all the elements that make up our farm and homestead lifestyle. Besides the demanding sheep and family schedule, we also have a small herd of alpacas, four large dogs, a flock of hens and a bachelor cat called Batman. There's plenty to keep you folks updated on as we go along. Sometimes it's all pretty predictable enough around here and I divide my time between home, farm and garden. But sheep have a way of laying any plans you have to waste. Most of our land is lovingly referred to as the hill where during the spring, summer and autumn months our flock resides. A couple of months ago I went to do my usual morning rounds of checking sheep before I brought my son to his guitar lesson. I headed up to the hill in my jeep, parked and hopped out. It was a really lovely, bright winter morning, but there was a problem. The paddock where my sheep were supposed to be was empty. I was missing our main group of breeding yews, and this was not the way I'd intended starting out my day. I found out where they'd broken out after navigating my way through a ditch, three strands of barbed wire and falling on my backside in mud 
Then I twisted my ankle. You better believe I had some harsh words with those sheep when I found them. In any case, despite how much I yelled at them, flapped my arms, jumped up and down and swore, they mostly ignored me. They were happy where they were and had no intention of obeying my pleas. In fact, they just kind of seemed baffled by my behaviour. Feeling disgusted that I couldn't round them up on my own, I had to go all the way back to home to retrieve a dog and my son because I was not taking any risks on my second try. We went all the way back up to the top of the hill again and, working together as a dream team, we got the sheep sorted. We returned home chilled, red-cheeked and windswept because while it was dry and bright, it had been so blustery up there. Unfortunately, though, it was far too late for us to make the guitar lesson and we had to cancel it that week. My mother-in-law is a very wise lady and has a ton of experience farming. When I started farming, she told me, you can never make plans because the farm always comes first. What she meant was that, of course, you can make plans, but with farming and especially with sheep, be ready for those plans to change. It took me such a long time to learn what she meant. To this day, almost 10 years later, I'm still surprised when I have to change plans at the last minute. As you can imagine, our routine changes throughout the year. Farming is heavily dependent on the seasons. Our busiest time is in the spring when the sheep have their lambs and either myself or my husband are in the sheds around the clock. In upcoming episodes, I'll take you through this year's lambing season adventure, like how we prepare in the run up, how we care for the mums and lambs and what it's like to be right in the thick of it. When the craziness of lambing has calmed down, as the lambs grow and move out to the fields to be cared for by their mums, we're able to turn our focus away from them a bit and think of things other than farming 24-7. This is when I start to get excited about getting back out into the garden and growing. Every year, I have the best of intentions for creating my own little slice of Eden. We have fruit bushes, some raised beds, lots of herbs and a whole array of habitats throughout the garden. So I love watching how it grows and changes as the year progresses. We have two polytunnels too, so I always challenge myself to grow food that I can preserve. Last year, I had a bumper crop of chilies, bags of which are still sitting in the freezer waiting to be turned into something delicious. I intend making some batches of curry paste too because it's a great way of getting more bang for your buck out of the chilies and there is nothing like the flavour you get when you make your own. Two of my favourites are Thai yellow and Massaman curry pastes, both of which use yellow chilies. It's next to impossible to find yellow chilies to buy anywhere near me, but I had great success in growing them. I'll bring you along for the ride as I tackle these kinds of projects in the garden and potter around in my kitchen. I'm fascinated by the whole topic of food preservation and I'm always learning myself too, so maybe you can join me as I improve my own pantry skills. I've been making jams, jellies and other preserves for years, but skills like canning and dehydrating are newer to my repertoire. No doubt, as we go along, I'll have successes to share, but you can bet there'll be times where things don't go to plan, and I'll share those too. After all, this is all a learning journey. So, home life, farm, garden, there's going to be loads to talk about here and in every episode I'll be able to give you an update on what's been going on since last time. I can update you when I have fun stories to share and you'll hear about how the animals are getting on. We'll be starting off season one by telling you about how we're preparing for lambing at the moment. 
you'll meet some of our favourite characters too, and I'm sure you'll get to love them as much as I do. We'll have a topic to discuss for the main portion of each episode that'll be something seasonally relevant. Maybe you'll be able to learn something new, or maybe I'll be able to show you things from a different perspective. Either way, with all I'll have to share from our farm and home, I hope it'll be plenty entertaining. For now, I plan to release a new episode every couple of weeks, but in between you can catch up with me on Instagram at Misty Green Living. I'll be posting there regularly and you'll be able to catch up in real time. My website is www.mistygreenliving.com where I have a blog and lots of other information. Please feel free to get in touch on Insta or through the website. I hope that over the coming episodes you listen along and if you subscribe, you'll be notified when there's a new release. Also, you'd really be helping me out if you would like and share this, because that way other folks will find us. Well, that's all for now. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. And if you've any comments, I would love to hear them. Take care of yourself till next time. Much love and woolly snuggles.